Hello, beautiful people. This is Mothers Ascending, and you're listening to episode 20. This is going to be the last episode of season two, and I just wanted to start off to thank every and each, I mean, each and every one of you guys that have been listening, that have been DMing me, entering a conversation, asking if you can be part of the tribe. Thank you so much. I love you all. Um, This has been an incredible season. This has been an incredible ride. I started season two and I changed the name up. It started with the Whitney Marshall uh, podcast. I started in Dutch as well. And then um, the lockdown happened and we basically had to live from our homes. And in the beginning, I was literally shell-shocked. The first two months... Um, when the social distancing started and I was working from home with my two-year-old, I I don't know how I got through that. Eight hours a day, <laughs> four days a week, and then having a toddler. It was insane. And if I look back at it, I'm like, I should have done things very, very differently. Um, and then another thing happened because I was staying so much at home and I had the chance to actually deal with a lot of emotions and traumas, but also, and when I say trauma, I literally mean when something happens in your life that perpetuates you into thinking about it years afterwards and still having that same emotional frequency that you had when you had that experience. That's what I call a trauma. And of course, it has to be denser frequencies and emotions like shame, anger, uh, guilt, frustration, a lot of, lot of denser frequencies. And I had the chance to actually look at my own patterns. And I don't know if you guys know the app called The Pattern. I'm not, this is not sponsored, but it's an app that can help you navigate your own core frequency based on the planets uh, at the time that you were born. And it's so accurate. It is incredibly accurate. And I had multiple moments in these past months that certain stuff was coming up. And I could actually see that I wasn't dealing with myself. I was actually cutting people off or running away from a situation or quitting a job without actually learning the lesson. And sometimes you have to pick the lesson, right? Or else you're not going to see it. If you don't pick it, if, if you're not um, aware of the fact that there's something to learn, you will experience it over and over and over and over again. So, um, yeah, I started to see how I had difficulties expressing myself emotionally when it comes to friends, family members, co-workers. I'm also cooking in the background, so you can hear that as well. Hashtag mom life. Um, and there was a thing, that, a, a reoccurring team in my life where I felt shamed whenever I was expressing myself and people didn't understand me. And I I started to feel like an alien. I really started to feel like an alien. Like, why are 
aren't people getting me? And I moved across the country. I mean, I lived a few years in another city. I moved back last year. Um, I, I, I fell in love. We started a new relationship. We moved in together. I started to see certain patterns resurfacing in my um, day-to-day life. And it wasn't only work uh, happening at work, it was also happening within the home, it was happening with friends. And then I understood that I was so used to taking care of my elders whenever I was younger growing up. I was so used to being one of the grown-ups. Literally, ever since I was five years old, I knew that I had to take care of myself because the people that were supposed to or the person that was supposed to wasn't always there, literally. So I had to learn from a young age on uh, who was safe, where I could feel safe, how I should uh, live my day, literally plan out my day, do certain things to keep me mentally strong, but also to keep me going basically. So I would read a lot of books. I would write a lot. I would delve into certain subjects. I mean, when I was 10 years old, we had a computer uh, in the living room with internet. I was a very spoiled kid. I had everything when it came to material stuff. I went to the best schools. You know what I mean? I I traveled, I saw so many things of the world before I even was 18 years old. So I had a very good childhood if you look at the material stuff, right? But when you look at the emotional side, I was so used to taking care of other people and um, I felt like a maid my entire life, you know what I mean? And it's also a cultural thing if you grow up in an African household. Of course, by the age of 10, you know how to cook, how to clean, how to do this and that. And mind you, I will never be as good as the girls and and the women and, and the men that grow up in Africa, right? And were born there. But I still learn a lot um, about running a family before I even became a mom myself. But I never learned how to express my emotions. I never learned how to set healthy boundaries. I never learned how to communicate. This behavior uh, is making me feel this way. I don't want to feel this way. What is the solution? What What can we do about this? Or I'm going to leave because this is not making me feel good. And I, I, I have my self-esteem at an all-time low after 2012 when I had to bury my father in Angola which I never I never grew up with him I grew up with my stepdad I see him as my father basically but I had to bury the one that I thought was my biological father and it was a very intense trip when I went to uh, Angola and I came back completely different um he died under very interesting circumstances, uh, suspicious circumstances. I don't want to get too deep in it, but I do want to say one thing, and that's huh, the people that you consider as family might not consider you as family. The people that you would go to extreme lengths for might not do the same for you. So it really shocked me when I came back in Holland to understand that not everyone can be trusted. And then 
I walked into the hands of a narcissistic person that was almost twice my age. I don't even know how old, how old he was, but I fell in love. I thought I fell in love. Now I know it's Stockholm Syndrome. That's a whole different podcast. But I wanted to clarify one thing. If you have a low self-esteem, if you really are convinced that you're not worthy of, you will constantly attract situations and people and places that will reinforce that belief that you have, that core belief that you have. And it's just that. It's a belief. So um, 2020 and lockdown and season two of the podcast propelled me into this entering a space of self-care when it comes to your mental health, how to take charge back, how to take charge over your life and the control back over your life about spirituality. And I understand that my understanding is that 90% of successful people have a spiritual practice. They might not talk, talk about it. They might not promote it as much as they promote their company, but they have their rituals Meaning some people wake up at 5 a.m. and meditate an hour a day. Other people do do yoga or tai chi on a daily basis. Other people have this ice technique. Other people have a breathing technique. Um, Other people journal. Other people do juice fasting or other types of fasting, of intermittent fasting. You have so many different things. Some people have an altar in their homes. Other people buy flowers like it's a religion. You know what I mean? We all have our things. And I started to incorporate that into my life. And I started to look at my beliefs. And I started to see that lots of situations where I was being very mean towards people, it was because I wasn't speaking up about my own needs. They were triggering that low self-esteem within me. So now... Now that we are how many months in? I mean, the lockdown happened in in Holland at the t- Friday, the thirteenth of March, so April, May, June, July, August. Five months later, literally five months and five days later, I find myself in a space where I am being emotionally honest with myself, meaning that if I need space to recuperate or to just relax or to just be in my own aura, in my own energy space, I will verbalize it. I will vocalize it. But because of that low self-esteem that I'm still working on, people might trample over my boundaries. People might run over them. And I might fall back into that thought pattern of I'm not worthy of, I should take care of other people before my own needs. And this is the thing that I would love other people to think about as well, especially now that we are nearing the end of the summer. I mean, we still have a month left, but after a month, summer is over. Let me drink something. Mm. Especially now that we are nearing the end of the summer, I want people to stop everything they're doing, you know, and look at your triggers, Look at them. People are triggering you. Circumstances are triggering you. Situations might trigger you. But what is it telling you? You know, what is this situation of um, your sister telling you about her experience with you? What is coming up whenever you are feeling an emotional reaction? And whenever you can identify what it is, 
that is triggering you, it's easier to know where it comes from. And once you know the source of it, the root of it, the only thing you can do is be grateful for the fact that now you have seen into yourself. So the intimacy that we are craving so much right now, the true intimacy with real people, it starts with the self. But you don't know who you are if you're 24-7 alone. You will only understand who you are whenever you're in a relationship with someone else. And it doesn't even matter what type of relationship, right? Once you're engaging with the other, that's when you will surface. And for me, one of the biggest challenges will be how to uh, take up more space in a healthy manner without coming to a point where I've over I've given everything, my cup is completely empty. I turn into this maniac, this raging person that every word out of my mouth is intended to hurt that other person because I want space. But that's the other way around. That other person is not responsible for me becoming a raging bitch, right? That other person needs to respect my boundaries whenever I ask for space. And whenever they don't do that, the only thing I can do is hold my boundary instead of you know what, maybe, and then letting go of my boundary and then moving into that relationship and that relationship becoming codependent, right? Because now the boundaries are blurry. So now you can get triggered and be like, you're the reason why I'm triggered, motherfucker. Sorry for the swearing, but we have to have some humor in life, right? We need to be laughing through this, right? We, we, we cannot survive this thing called life. It doesn't matter how dark it might get. It doesn't matter how dark it might get, this too shall pass. And I don't want to spiritually or emotionally bypass right now, but even in hell, there's laughter, right? And I'm not trying to say that you need to make the best out of every situation. I'm trying to say that once you understand your own patterns, and once you see where you're lacking your own self-care, you're betraying yourself. Nobody is doing anything to you, my darling. It's you. And that's where I'm at right now. I'm like, you know what? I have been letting people run over my uh, sacred space within myself, right? That sacred, clean, pristine space that Maya Angelou, my favorite writer, used to talk about a lot. That thing that nobody can own. Nobody can walk on over that. That thing that you know that you are part of something bigger, right? Your life is not by chance. There's a reason why you're here. You mean something, right? You're loved, And whenever someone comes into your space and tries to belittle you or tear you down or manipulate you or anything, one thing you should know is they're doing it to themselves because duality and separation is just an illusion. Killing someone is killing you. You know, hurting someone else is hurting you. So they're doing it to themselves. You can observe it. And then you have two options. You can stay in that energy frequency, in that field and engage. Or you can make the decision to not engage in that core frequency that is not yours. Whatever rage or whatever manipulation or whatever it is that people are bringing to you to your table. The only thing you have to do is, I'm not eating this. This is not mine. This is yours. 
and then place the plate back to them. That's the only way. And, and what I also am starting to see now is no, learn when to get up from the table when there's no more love being served. Meaning if you are working someplace and you can see people are mistreating you, not treating you with respect, not understanding you, making you feel very, I mean, you're allowing them, right? But making you feel like a small person, get out. If you're in a relationship and you are working through it and you can see definitely that there is progress, then it's different. But if it's really toxic and you are becoming suicidal or whatnot, or your kids are really like turning into devils because you are in a toxic relationship. I mean, get out, get out, right? Get out, get up from the table when there's no more love being served. That's my message for the closing, a podcast of Mothers Ascending season two. And um, yeah, the tribe that has grown exponentially online. Thank you so much. There are so many strong women and men, obviously also men, that are messaging me and you are telling me your stories, your personal stories. And you're telling me that me talking so candidly is actually refreshing. And thank you so much because it's not always easy to be emotionally honest all the freaking time. It's not easy at all. Um, but I don't know another way. I don't, I, I cannot see another way how to live my life. So the road between your heart and your mouth becomes shorter whenever you learn how to love yourself, take care of yourself. And from that space, you will have a different life. Gratitude, you know, grace. When things don't go the way you want them to go, have grace and be be understanding of the fact that this too shall pass. And this is hap- life is happening for you, right? Not to you. It's happening for you. Even though it might seem like the worst thing just happened by, by like losing your job, it might seem like the worst thing that could have happened right now in your life. But trust me when I say this. The universe knows what you truly want deep down inside. Your words can mean nothing. Have you ever met a person that says so many nice things? Their words are all the time like giving compliments and yada, yada, yada. But their frequency is completely different. They, their words don't match up with how they feel, Right? Because they're not honest with themselves. And now that we are moving into this space as a collective where we are becoming more sensitive, we need to learn a different vocabulary when it comes to emotional landscape, our emotional landscape. We won't be using the same words five years from now that we're using now. Words like, um, let's see, healthy boundaries, um, 10 years, 20 years ago, it was already a thing maybe, but now boundaries is like normal almost in, in my scene. If I, if I had an appointment with someone and I'm like, you know what, this is not going to work. I don't even have to explain why, or my friends don't have to explain why. If you don't feel like being somewhere, don't go. And if you will live your life like that, 
I think it would be a completely different experience. And of course, be responsible when I say these things. I'm not talking about every single day. If you don't want to eat, don't eat. If you don't want to take care of your kids, don't take care of your kids. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like if you had a party plan or um, a, a wedding or let's say you were going to visit your parents or your grandparents or whatever. And the day before you feel you don't feel like like it. You don't feel like going. Then don't go. Because whenever you do go, you truly want to be there. Your frequency is going to be different and your experiences is going to be completely different. So this is how I view it, basically. I don't think that um, we all have all the answers. What works for me might not work for you, but there's one theme that I've been seeing resurfacing over and over and over again, and that's people are having relationship problems. People are having difficulties um, having their space or communicating certain things that they want in their life or in their home or this or that and it starts with the self so what i would suggest is take that time to do the journaling the meditation take the time to sit in silence be that hermit even if it's just for a day take it easy right and get to know your own patterns get to know yourself your own needs first before you engage with the world And this is the thing, it's forever changing, just like nature. Nothing stays stagnant. Everything is forever changing. I mean, a year from now, you're not going to be the same person that you are today. Your needs might be the same though, right? But your your personality, the way you think about life and stuff like that, that, that can change over time, for sure. So my core need is freedom. It has always been freedom. And... That's my core need. It doesn't matter if you're family or not. You have to give me space. You have to give me freedom. You have to give me that sense that I have free will because I'm a sovereign being. That's why I came on planet Earth. And the first half of my childhood, I didn't have free will. You know what I mean? There were so many decisions made for me in my life. And many of those I wanted to make for myself. But then again, I had other decisions that I could, could definitely make for myself that other kids couldn't make for themselves, like going to a different city to go to a dance academy when I was 12 years old. And my parents allowed that, right? So this is not a shame story to shame my parents or anything like that. This is just about talking about evolving, growing. And everyone has a different growing rate rate. This is not a race, but it is, it is important to have open and honest conversations, right? So this is why I'm having this conversation now again, uh, once again. Oh, my goodness. This one was tough for me. I'm being really honest because this one pattern is a thing that will haunt me for the rest of my life. People have difficulties dealing with women especially ambitious women that can live very detached. I can live so detached from everyone in my own world. Bless the child that got his own, right? Jill Scott Heron. Listen to the song if you haven't heard of it. I love you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the messages. Keep them coming. I started a YouTube channel. You can check it out at Marshall's Art. I'm talking about alchemy. I'm talking about lots of subjects. 
Also follow me at Modest Ascending on Instagram and at Martial's Art on Instagram as well. You can always send me a DM or email me at martialsart at gmail.com. Oh, and one other thing. Martial's Art, Martial, 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 that's my surname. Uh, my uh, of my mom's side of the family and when people were martial arts they're like is that isn't that like mma mixed martial arts isn't that fighting and i'm like well i i find it interesting that people would say that right but the word martial comes from the word martial comes from coming from literally spain Lots of people with this surname Marshall live in America. And lots of them are farmers. So I wanted to give a quick recap on my backstory on my name. Marcial is the name of my grandfather's boss. So it's not even his real name, right? He just got that name and he ran with it. It's a very European sounding name, but it's not our family name. If I would tell you my family name, I mean, this is something I'm so proud of. And this is definitely that aura, that energy where, you know, our bloodline stems from. My grandmother, she was such a strong woman. She took no bullshit from nobody. She would yell, she would scream, but her heart was so big. So if you would look at her yelling and screaming, you would be like, oh, she she might not be that loving, but her heart was as big as you can imagine. Now you have people talking all the good stuff, right? Being all like loving and all that jazz, but their frequency tells you something completely different. So don't listen to the words that people are saying. Feel their emotions. Feel their frequency. And if you see them three times spread out over three months or three weeks, and every time you meet them, there is the same energetic frequency that is not resonating with your core frequency, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Marshall's art literally meaning how to master the art of life. That's it. Master the art of life. What works for you might not work for me, but we can talk about it, can't we? Join the tribe. I love you. Be good to yourself. Be good to others. And I'll see you in season three. Love you. Bye.